It's August 8th. You're listening to the President's Daily Brief. I'm your host and former CIA officer, Brian Deanwright. Your morning intel starts now. First up, Democrat mayors are blasting Republican governors in Texas and Arizona this morning for busing illegal migrants into their towns. We're going to look at the numbers and you can decide whether or not their outrage is warranted. As always, I'm keeping an eye out for developing stories. Put these two on your radar. First, China conducted war games over the weekend, all because of Nancy Pelosi's visit to Taiwan. I'm going to explain the latest and how it could dramatically impact your life. Second, there was a lightning strike in Cuba late last week that actually could lead to more illegal migrants at our southern border in the future. I'll explain that curious connection. And finally, one last thing before I let you go. A quick update on my request for direct-to-consumer beef providers. And also, I share the replies that some of you have gotten from your senators and representatives. But first, let's get started with today's main brief. The illegal migration crisis continues this morning, impacting communities all around the country. And that now includes Washington, D.C. and New York City. The mayors there, in fact, are for the very first time describing it as a humanitarian crisis. But that's a little bit odd because there's nothing new about the crisis. First, the numbers aren't new. We've broken record after record in the past couple of years. May, in particular, was bad. 240,000 illegals just in one month. Meanwhile, the response to what we do with these illegals, well, that's not new either. Joe Biden's Department of Homeland Security has been busing and flying illegal migrants all around the country, often at times in the dead of night. In fact, if you recall, last October, then-Press Secretary Jen Psaki confirmed that there were flights occurring at midnight to 4 a.m. to cities from the border areas to areas, well, all throughout America, often with no input from mayors or residents. So why, we can reasonably ask, are the mayors of Washington, D.C. and New York City now describing this as a humanitarian crisis? Well, in a word, politics. Starting last April, the governor of Texas got fed up with the federal government not doing more to stop illegals from entering his state. So he came up with Operation Lone Star, which, amongst other things, started busing illegal migrants away from his overrun cities to other cities. Now, to be clear, that's no different than what Joe Biden was and is doing. But perhaps it's because the Texas governor was focused on sending migrants to two cities in particular, Washington, D.C. and New York City. So how many illegals has the governor bust into those cities? Well, there are competing claims, but since April, the best guess is around 6,000 were bust to Washington, D.C. from Texas, and a few hundred, maybe a thousand or so, to New York City. Well, as Texas was doing that, Arizona's governor took notice, and he decided to do the same thing. He sent around a thousand illegals to D.C. as well, give or take, and a little hundreds to New York City. Well, that has led to the latest outrage. D.C.'s Mayor Muriel Bowser said that the influx of illegals is a, quote, humanitarian crisis, end quote. She said her homeless shelters are being overrun, and she blasted both the governors of Texas and Arizona for engaging in what she called political theater. Meanwhile, she asked for federal assistance with this humanitarian crisis. The National Guard specifically is what she wanted, but the Pentagon just turned her down over the weekend. So not to be outdone, New York City's Mayor Eric Adams reacted in the same angry manner as D.C.'s mayor. And here's what he said, quote, we need help. 
And we are reaching out to the federal government to tell them that we need help, end quote. And he added that the governors of Texas and Arizona were engaged in stunts and political ploys and that both are shameful. Now, putting aside that Biden is doing exactly the same thing, busing and flying illegals without the consent of mayors and citizens, I'd like to focus on one number here to really help you understand this fight between the governors and the mayors. And that number is 7,000. Right. That is the number of illegals, more or less, that have been bussed from the Texas border to D.C. and New York City. It's a number that's created a humanitarian crisis, in their words, overwhelmed their services. And in fact, it's a number that requires the National Guard. But 7,000 is an interesting number for another reason. According to Customs and Border Patrol data, there were about 7,000 encounters of illegal migrants per day at the border each of the past several months. So let me say that again. For the mayors of Washington, D.C. and New York City, 7,000 illegals over three months is a humanitarian crisis. Their service is overwhelmed. But that's what border states deal with every single day. Not every three months, every day. And if we break that down, comparing border cities to major cities in this country, well, New York and Washington, D.C. have millions of residents. Meanwhile, Joe Biden is busing thousands of illegals every month into towns with 15,000 or fewer residents. So those are the facts. And if I were briefing you in the White House this morning, here would be my assessment and my recommendation. Look, we all know the expression out of sight, out of mind. Well, that's how many Americans, especially Democrats running these major cities, view the illegal migration crisis. They don't see it. They just put it out of their mind. Now, to be charitable and fair, there are lots of things to be concerned about. So if you're a mayor not in a border state, you probably think about, well, other things. But what the governors of Arizona and Texas are doing, it's called a forcing function. It's forcing people, the nation really, to feel the pain, to see the burden that they experience every single day. Now, some people might be upset at these governors for trying this forcing function, but remember two things. Joe Biden is quite literally doing exactly as they are. In fact, his own press secretary has acknowledged it. Again, no consent from the affected towns. Second, for folks critical of the governors, any anger that you might have should actually be directed at the federal government, at the president. It is his job to protect the border. But you know what? He's not. And so those record number of illegal migrants have to go somewhere. Well, for D.C. and New York, at least their mayors, they're saying, not in my backyard. Well, that's, that's certainly rich, isn't it? Because they describe themselves as being sanctuary cities. And in fact, they, they proudly proclaim that. But suddenly they aren't feeling so charitable once that sanctuary gets too expensive. So the bottom line for my optic is that while there may be a political calculus to what the governors are doing, I think what's far more important is that it's a forcing function. They are rattling the cages of people who think that illegal migration is a border state issue. Or, you know, maybe it's even a good thing to have no borders and all these illegal migrants. Indeed, it's forcing Democrat mayors now to, to plead with a Democrat president to do something. And until he does, it spreads the pain around, the burden of caring for these folks. And so whatever you think of the actions of the governors of Texas and Arizona, they are certainly doing just that. They are certainly spreading the pain around. 
Coming up, a closer look at what's on my radar. Two quick briefs for you, uh, one on China and the other on Cuba, plus some emails from listeners. We'll be right back. Hey, Mike Baker here. Well, we made it through winter. Look at that. And spring, well, it's in full bloom, which of course means summer is just around the corner. You see how I figured that out? And that means more time spent outdoors, not to mention you got to get into summer shape, huh? Factor can help you spend less time in the kitchen and make sure you're eating well and meeting your wellness goals. Factor's no-prep, no-mess meals save time and help with getting and keeping you in great shape for summer, thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. Make today the day you kickstart a new healthy routine. Seriously, it's going to be beach time soon. What are you waiting for? With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. And you keep kitchen time to a minimum. Factor meals are ready in two minutes. No shopping, no prepping, no cooking or cleaning up. Factor is part of our meal routine at the Baker Compound. And I can tell you, food is delicious and it's a complete time saver. Head to factormeals.com slash PDB50, that's five zero, and use code PDB50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code PDB50 at factormeals.com slash PDB50. You get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Who is there for the families left behind when a service member or first responder dies or is catastrophically injured in the line of duty? Who is helping our nation's homeless veterans? And who is helping our nation keep its vow to never forget 9-11? I'll tell you who. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation. The foundations in the line of duty programs honor our nation's heroes and their families. That includes its Gold Star, Fallen First Responder, Smart Home, and Homeless Veteran programs. The foundation's Never Forget programs engage people in 9-11 remembrance across America. Over 80 runs, walks, and climbs a year. Dozens of golf outings and barbecues. And the Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institute is helping to educate kids in kindergarten through 12th grade about our nation's darkest day, 9-11. More than 95 cents of every dollar you donate to Tunnel to Towers goes to its programs. This charity keeps its word and honors our nation's greatest heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. As always on the PDB, I'm watching a few other stories this morning. Put these two on your radar. First, China continued its war games around Taiwan this weekend, a response to Nancy Pelosi's visit last week. We're not sure this morning that Beijing is done, you know, flying the drones and jets over Taiwan's territory, or if instead they'll keep it up for a while. But this morning, I want to share with you the latest and why that we should care. Because if this gets out of hand, we will all be living like it's the year 1822, not 2022. So let's dive into this. I'll explain those dates, but quickly, some history up front. As listeners will recall, there was a civil war in China about 100 years ago, give or take, and the communists unfortunately won, and their adversaries, the nationalists, fled to Taiwan, where they have been living ever since. Now, China has long vowed to retake Taiwan by force if necessary, and the current president of China has said that he's going to do exactly that during his presidency. So when Pelosi traveled there, it made the communists very angry just based on that history. But there's a lot more going on. So the president, President Xi, is up for re-election this October, give or take a month. 
And he's got a lot of young, very angry members of the Communist Party who want either war with the U.S. or to take back Taiwan now. In other words, he's got a very vocal group on his right flank, and he's got to appease them. Meanwhile, the Chinese public is absolutely outraged over Pelosi's visit. There were countless posts on Chinese social media outraged that Pelosi's plane wasn't shot down that she was actually allowed to touch Taiwanese soil, which they consider Chinese soil. So if you combine those two things, an angry populace and an angry set of hungry young communist advisors about to vote on the new president, well, that gives you a very combustible situation. And that's why the war games have been so aggressive these past couple of days. The Chinese have flown over 60 planes so far in or right up to Taiwanese airspace, plus over a dozen ships. And here's the important piece and the thing that I want you to remember. Beijing promised yesterday to keep pushing further into Taiwanese borders during upcoming war games. That is new, and it raises the risk of war. So let's see if this latest war game wraps up today or later this week. But either way, the future is looking very dicey this morning. Now, the reason that you should care about this is twofold. The first being the most obvious. America has more or less agreed to defend Taiwan in case China invades. And that means that you and your families might pay a very dear price if so, from high taxes to fund the war effort to the lives of your military-aged children. But second, Taiwan has something that America desperately needs, semiconductor chips. So these little guys are basically the brains that make every device in modern society work. Cars, phones, electricity plants, name an electronic device and rest assured there's a semiconductor chip in there somewhere. But we got a problem. Taiwan controls 63% of the world's foundry supply of these chips. That's according to the White House. Another 18% or so comes from South Korea. The U.S., unfortunately, we're only at about 10%. So that means if there's a war in Asia between China and the U.S., over 80% of those critical computer chips are at jeopardy, or they're gone. And along with it, 80% of the critical products that we need and use every day. Again, cars, phones, hospital equipment, electricity supplies, all of it. Now, it's true that we could rally for a while without a new supply, but you can guarantee that those existing chips would be cannibalized for the war effort. In other words, life would be a lot more like 1822 than 2022. At any rate, this is a developing story that could go in a bunch of different directions. And I'm going to keep a very close eye on it this week, especially. And I will keep you posted as always. And finally, one more thing on my radar this morning. Early last week, I briefed you on Cuba and rise in their illegal migrants coming across our southern border. Over 150,000 this year, in fact. So to recap that brief, the reasons for people leaving the island included exhaustion, you know, basically living under a communist regime but also a lack of electricity, food, water, and jobs. In other words, people are growing desperate. Well, I have an important update on that, especially the electricity part. And depending on how the next couple of weeks go, it could make things far, far worse, especially for our southern border. There was a lightning strike on Friday that hit an oil storage tank in the Cuban city of Matanzas. It ignited. Over a thousand people were injured in the blast. Cuba declared an emergency. They called in help from Mexico and Venezuela. Even American officials offered to help. Well, as that first fire burned, a second tank exploded over the weekend. That hurt even more people, firefighters, the Cuban energy minister. 
Now, as bad as all of this is, there's a real concern for what happens next. Because this burning fuel was supposed to power the electricity plants, plants that were already shutting down for upwards of 12 hours a day in some parts of the island. So the question is what will happen in a week or two when these plants consume the fuel that they have on site, but then they need that extra fuel that is unfortunately now burning. Now, there is a Russian tanker carrying crude that's expected at Matanzas this week, but the terminal there is offline, obviously, and it's the only port that can handle such large tankers. Now, it's possible to transfer the fuel from the large tanker to smaller ones, but that is a process that's very expensive and it's very dangerous. So make sure you put this one on your radar, because we could see an uptick in protests and violence on the island, all because of a lack of electricity. We could also see a mass migration event, well, depending on how the Cuban government manages the fallout. Events that could mean more Cubans on our southern border. Regardless, I will keep you posted. And with that, one more thing before I let you go. Actually, two things this morning. The first is a quick update on my request for beef companies that you all recommended to help out our ranchers. And the second was the responses that some of you are getting from your senators and representatives. We'll be right back. Hey, Mike Baker here. Did you know that a recent survey found that 7 in 10 parents get an average of three hours of sleep a night in their baby's first year? I don't know. That sounds like, like a lot more sleep than we got during our baby's first year. Mothers, you deserve quality sleep. And here's how you can make that happen. Cozy Earth. Discover the secret to better sleep with Cozy Earth's luxurious bedding products. And now here's an exclusive Mother's Day. Don't forget Mother's Day is coming up. It's a Mother's Day offer just for our listeners. Use code PDB for 35% off at CozyEarth.com. Cozy Earth bedding products are crafted with temperature-regulating technology. It's adapting to your body's needs through all phases of motherhood. They use only the very best fabrics, materials, and weaves, offering superior softness that invites you to sink into a world of comfort. We use these sheets of the Baker compound, and I am telling you, they are terrific. And Cozy Earth stands by the quality and longevity of its products. Enjoy a 100-night sleep trial and a 10-year warranty on all purchases. That's a 10-year warranty. Built to last through the hardest days and the longest nights of motherhood. Incorporating Cozy Earth products into your self-care routine can enhance sleep quality and overall wellness. This Mother's Day, treat your mom to the luxury, come on, she deserves with Cozy Earth bedding and sleepwear. Head over to CozyEarth.com and use promo code PDB for 35% off. After placing your order, select Podcast in the survey and then select PDB in the drop-down menu that follows. Mike Baker here. I want to take just a minute to talk about something of real importance to you and your family's financial well-being, and that's life insurance. Look, I know it's not everyone's favorite topic, and, and a lot of folks avoid talking about it or they put it off thinking it's too costly or too complicated or you'll get to it some other day. And it's true. Finding the right policy on your own can be time-consuming and complex. But I'm here to tell you, life insurance is an important safety net for your family. And that's why I'm happy to tell you about Policy Genius. Policy Genius is the country's leading online insurance marketplace. It saves you time and money so you can provide your family with a financial safety net starting today. With Policy Genius, you can find life insurance policies that start at just $292 per year for a million dollars of coverage. Some options offer same day approval and avoid unnecessary medical exams. Now, for me, having an appropriate life insurance policy. Well, it means less stress, less worry. I know that my amazing wife and our kids will be properly taken care of and provided for 
should something happen to me? Now, back when I was in the market for life insurance, and that was a while back, I did my searching the old-fashioned way. Lots of telephone calls, paperwork, faxes, maybe even a beeper. I would have loved to have Policy Genius to streamline the whole process. Policy Genius helps you compare all your options from top companies and provides a team of unbiased, licensed experts to walk you through the decision-making. You can compare quotes with just a few clicks, find just the right policy, and Bob's your uncle. And they've got thousands of five-star reviews on Google and Trustpilot from customers who found the best fit for their needs. Check life insurance off your to-do list in no time with Policy Genius. Head to policygenius.com or click the link in the description to get your free life insurance quotes and see how much you could save. That's policygenius.com. All right, ladies and gentlemen, one more thing before I let you go. But actually this morning, it's two things. So first, a couple of weeks back, I asked you all to send me recommendations on ranchers or companies that sell beef direct to consumers. All because some of our ranchers are facing really hard times with a lack of feed, or they can only get very expensive feed. And some folks are unfortunately having to sell their herds. Well, I have hundreds of recommendations, and I'm going through those now, which is so great to see. Thank you. And I will have some options for you guys very soon. But just know in the meantime that I have seen all of your notes, and I will be replying to each of you as soon as possible. All right, that takes us to the second thing before I let you go. Over the past couple of months, a number of you have written to me saying that for the first time in your lives, you reached out to your senators or your representative about a bill or an issue that we discussed here on the PDB. And that makes my heart sing because it's exactly what we should be doing. It's our government and it should be responsive to us. So what are these politicians saying to you all? Well, it's a pretty mixed bag. Let's take an example. Do you remember last week when we discussed China and carbon dioxide emissions? I encouraged you all to go to Senate.gov and House.gov, find your senators and representative, and ask them three questions. First, do you agree that China is the world's largest emitter of carbon dioxide, more than the U.S. and Europe combined? The answer, by the way, is yes. At any rate, moving to the second question, do you agree that China is increasing, not decreasing, its carbon dioxide emissions? The answer, once again, to this one is yes, by the way. That takes us to question number three. If yes to both of those questions, how will this $370 billion climate change bill lower global emissions if you can't stop China and the others from increasing theirs? In other words, their actions are negating ours. Now, those are questions and answers that we really need to discuss and hear because that $370 billion bill just passed the Senate yesterday with a full vote in the House later this week. Well, Richard in Florida, he sent out notes and he got a little bit back. In fact, something from Senator Rick Scott of Florida. Unfortunately, he got a boilerplate response about climate change, but nothing more. In fact, didn't answer any of those three questions. Meanwhile, Jonathan in Utah, he said that Mitt Romney just flat out ignored his question. Same thing with Mike Lee. And that's generally what many of you relayed to me. There were some great responses, so I don't want to minimize those. Mac in Oklahoma, you had a great response from your representative. But still, it leaves me with the distinct impression that some of your representatives and senators are ignoring you. And that, folks, makes me cranky. 
So if you're wondering why they are ignoring you or just sending you these boilerplate responses, I have worked on Capitol Hill and I will tell you a little bit of a secret. Politicians in D.C. listen mostly to two groups of people, those with money and those who are organized and make noise. In other words, potential donors and big blocks of potential voters. And so that is our challenge to be one or both of those things. So how do we tackle that challenge? Well, I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do. One thing immediately, but second, something a bit longer term. First, I want you all, if you haven't, to reach out to your elected representatives and ask them those three questions about China and climate change, most specifically this bill that's $370 billion that will likely be voted on and passed later this week. So do that and send me whatever you get back, good, bad, and ugly. And then I'm going to use my little perch here and on Twitter to make some noise for you. Because lots of fancy people follow me on Twitter. And so I'm going to use what you send me, and then I'm going to politely ask them to respond. But I'm going to do it in public. Because those people serve you, and you deserve good service. Ah, but you say, Brian, what if they don't? What if they ignore even you? Ah, well, that gets to my longer-term plans. Let me explain. When I started the PDB, I had no plans to do this section of the podcast, you know, to answer questions and such. You know, instead, I, I wanted to provide the news, some analysis, and, and perhaps a touch of opinion, but I didn't have much of an interest in advocacy. And, and you know, I still don't. But what makes me very cranky is being ignored. Or that you all, my PDB family, are being ignored. It's disrespectful. And because I'm old school, disrespect has to be dealt with, even if it's served cold. So as the PDB grows, I'm going to use this podcast on occasion to make some noise for you all. But I want to be clear. I, I don't intend to demand that you all vote one way or the other, or demand that a senator or a representative vote for or against a bill. That's not my job. But what is my job, I think, is helping you get the response you deserve, one way or the other, because that demonstrates the respect that you deserve. So stick with me, and over time, we are going to grow this organized block of voters here on the PDB. And if politicians disrespect us by not responding or giving you all boilerplate gibberish, then we will turn our herd of voters into a stampede. That is my promise to you. So folks, let's build this herd, tell a friend about the PDB, and let's make this government of ours by, for, and of the people. And that, ladies and gentlemen, concludes your morning brief. As always, we close out the show reminding each other of why we are here, talking about our country and our world. It's the creed of every good spy and every smart American. It's from John chapter 8, verse 32. And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Good day. You've heard it said, and it's true. Time is our most precious commodity. And the question is, how can you spend it wisely to improve yourself and the people around you? Well, I'm glad you asked. Let me tell you about a great way to continue the lifelong process of learning, and that's Hillsdale College. 
Hillsdale College is offering more than 40 free online courses in the most important and enduring subjects. You can learn about the works of C.S. Lewis, the stories in the book of Genesis, the meaning of the U.S. Constitution, the rise and fall of the Roman Republic, or the history of the ancient Christian church with Hillsdale College's online courses, all available for free. Correct. I did say free. As an example, sign up for Constitution 101, the meaning and history of the U.S. Constitution. Now, in this 12-lecture course, you'll explore the design and purpose of the Constitution, the challenges it faced during the Civil War, and how it's been undermined for more than a century by progressivism and liberalism. The course is self-paced, so you can start whenever and wherever. Enroll now in Constitution 101. Our country needs more Americans who understand the Constitution and can defend the freedom of the American people against the encroachments of an increasingly large and unaccountable government. Go right now to hillsdale.edu slash pdb to enroll. There's no cost, and it's easy to get started. That's hillsdale.edu slash pdb to register. Hey, Mike Baker here. Well, spring is in full swing, and for millions of folks, that means yard work and gardening, am I right? Now, here's a pro tip for those of you looking to spruce up your landscaping. Fast-growing trees is the largest online nursery in the U.S. They've got over 10,000 plant varieties and millions of satisfied customers. Save yourself the time and trouble of multiple trips to those crowded nurseries. You know what I'm talking about. Fast-growing trees is a complete time saver. From fruit trees to houseplants, they have it all, and it's delivered right to your doorstep. Plus, their plant experts are always available for advice. They can tell you what grows best in your area, how to plant, when to plant. It's like having your own expert gardener. And here's the best part. This spring, they have up to half off on select plants. And listeners to the President's Daily Brief can get an extra 15% off by using promo code PDB at checkout. So go to FastGrowingTrees.com and use promo code PDB at checkout.